Section 5 of Stops, or How to Punctuate, a Practical Handbook for Writers and Students. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording by Sarah Jennings and Zachary Brewster Geis. Stops, or How to Punctuate, by Paul Allardyce. Section 5 the colon. Rule 24. The colon is used to indicate pauses more abrupt than those indicated by the semicolon. Example 1. God has willed it, colon, submit in thankfulness. Example 2. The wind raged and the rain beat against the window, colon, it was a miserable day. Example 3. Nevertheless, you will say that there must be a difference between true poetry and true speech not poetical, colon. What is the difference? The first example contains two clauses that are connected in such a way as to justify us putting them into one sentence. That it is God's will is a reason for submitting. The proper point, therefore, should be something less than the full stop. But there is a striking difference between the clauses, for we pass from an affirmation to a command. Therefore something more than the semicolon is needed. Had the clauses been similar in construction, the pause would have been sufficiently indicated by the semicolon. God has willed it, semicolon. Man has resisted. In the second example, there is not the same change of grammatical construction, but the change in thought is equally great. We pass from a statement of details to a statement of the general result. The colon is frequently used in sentences of this kind, where the phrase, in short, is implied but not expressed. Many writers indicate such abrupt changes by means of the dash. Rule 25. A pause generally indicated by a semicolon may be indicated by a colon, when the semicolon is used in the sentence for pauses of a different nature. Example 4. The essay plainly appears the fabric of a poet, colon. What Bolingbroke supplied could be only the first principles, semicolon. The order, illustration, and embellishments must all be popes. Example 5. Not that we are to think that Homer wanted judgment, because Virgil had it in a more eminent degree, semicolon. Or that Virgil wanted invention, because Homer possessed a larger share of it, colon. Each of these great authors had more of both than perhaps, any man besides, and are only said to have less in comparison with one another. Example 6. Homer hurries and transports us with a commanding impetuosity, semicolon. Virgil leads us with an attractive majesty, colon. Homer scatters with a generous profusion, semicolon. Virgil bestows with a careful magnificence. Compare these examples with those given to show how the semicolon replaces the comma. Rule 23. Note also how the last sentence is divided in the middle into two parts, and that each of these two parts is itself divided into two parts. By Rule 22, the second division is indicated by the semicolon, and we bring out the grouping of the sentence by using a colon for the first division. Rule 26. The colon is used before enumerations especially where namely, or viz, 
is implied but is not expressed, and when so used it is sometimes followed by the dash. Example 7. Three nations adopted this law, colon, England, France, and Germany. Example 8. One thing thou lackest, colon, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor. Example 9. Dr. Johnson's chief works are the following, colon, dash, Rasselas, the Dictionary, The Lives of the Poets, and The Vanity of Human Wishes. When, as in the last example, a list of things is given in a formal way, the dash is generally added. The combination of the two points is partly an attempt to find a point stronger than the colon, and not so strong as the full stop. Partly, perhaps, an imitation of a finger post. Rule 27. The colon is generally placed before a quotation, when notice of the quotation is given by some introductory words. In this case, also, the dash is sometimes used. Example 10. In this passage, exception may fairly be taken to one short sentence, that in which he says, colon, The law ought to forbid it, because conscience does not permit it. Example 11. On the last morning of his life, he wrote these words, colon, dash, I have named none to their disadvantage. I thank God he hath supported me wonderfully. The colon and the dash are used together where the quotation is introduced by formal words such as the following. He spoke these words. He spoke as follows. He made this speech. But in the first sentence quoted above, the introductory words are grammatically incomplete without the quotation, which forms the object of the verb says. The colon, accordingly, is the strongest point that can be used. Sometimes the connection between the introductory words and the quotation may be so close, or the quotation itself may be so short, as to make the comma sufficient. Example 12. He kept repeating to us, comma, the world has sadly changed. Short phrases quoted in the course of a sentence need not have any point before them. Example 13. It was a usual saying of his own, comma, that he had no genius for friendship. Rule 28. The colon may be placed after such words and phrases as the following, when used in marking a new stage in an argument. Again, further, to proceed, to sum up, to resume. Example 14. To sum up, colon, if you will conform to the conditions I have mentioned, I will sign the agreement. Example 15. But to bring this sermon to its proper conclusion, colon, if Estrella or Justice never finally took her leave of the world till that day that, etc., After these words, we have a choice of the comma, the colon, and the full stop. The comma will generally be used if the argument be contained in a single sentence, the full stop if the argument be of very considerable length. End of section 5